Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December 2nd. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, doing good. Just <laughs> shaking off the uh, the Thanksgiving rust here. It's been a while since I talked to you. Yeah, it's been a while. A long time. Really long time. This is about as long as, long as we've ever gone without, without uh, convening like this. Yeah. So, did you have a good holiday? Things were good. Things were good. I, good. Things good with you? Yeah, they're great. You know, expecting a child any day now. Baby but, watch. Uh, yeah, baby watch. Kind of had to moderate on the over the holidays. You never know. I mean, you're gonna. You know, worst case scenario, you you have to call an Uber XL to take you to the delivery room because you had too many, you know, journeymen's or whatever it may be. So uh, it's always always a always a tightrope walk. You gotta around the delivery date. Um. All right. So, so big weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Apologies for no Friday show, but we figured, you know, spend time with your family. We'll spend time with ours and, and uh, get through the weekend. So, results. Should we get to that? Yeah. We only have one Let's one big in. major result that I, you know, I can't wait to discuss. Pablo. Pablo Larato. <laughs> Lerod the ball. Lerod the ball. <laughs> I just Did I get it? I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I was just. I, oh, I mean, I've heard the European tour broadcaster say it a million times. This, I mean, it's usually late at night or in the morning when I'm worse for the wear, but I've heard it. I, I just really butchered it right there, I think. I, I, I thought I had it down after listening to it for many years. But I, Let I me help you with the next one. He topped Joel S. I, I wanted to try that one, too. Soho, Soho, Soj. I mean, I don't know. There's just all these consonants with uh, Soho. Pablo Larathabal beat uh, Joel, Joel S. Joel, Joel S. So, uh, but he did it with no shoes. Did you see this? The blisters yeah. on his feet. He's carrying his shoes. He's doing these like modified finishes with the Hosun type thing. Uh, he said he, he, channeled like his inner tiger he's like if tiger can win on a broken leg he, he thought he was going to wd he's like i couldn't put my shoe on i couldn't walk to the golf cart to get to the course uh i thought i'd wd and I, then i remembered tiger if he can win on a broken leg why can't i play with some blisters so he, he i mean it was bad he was not playing well i think he birdied four three of his last four holes <clears throat> to get the lead back and uh escape win by one it's i think it's his fourth win uh, but first time in four years, I would say. I think he's won on the European tier. I, I'm not. I'm not strong on the facts here. Confirmed facts uh, of Pablo Larrazabal. But 
Kind of he an said, amazing. He said, "I I woke up. Get it done. This is close. I woke up this morning and didn't think I was going to play. I couldn't put my shoe on. I couldn't walk to the buggy. I really struggled on the back nine. I have a big blister on my right toe. And I said, if Tiger can win a U.S. Open with a broken leg, and I just fought hard. I had that part down. I got that part. It was more about how many years between wins and how many wins. But yeah. uh, congrats to the Roth. You had Charles Schwartzel in the mix making his first start. And I don't know. I think it was like eight months after a wrist injury. Hot uh, Charles. He's going to be formative in the decade. Decade discussion. Of course. Sure. Hot, Hot Charles is up there uh, for for nicknames of the decade as well. So Pablo Larotta ball it was your big result. Uh, you want to do news? Yeah, any- there's some big news out there. I'll rip through some news. It's going to be a shortened front half of the show. And then we were supposed to do a decade in review with Sean Martin. Uh, but I think it's going to run a little bit long. <laughs> so we'll see how many, how many times we have to break that up. Uh, big news. Jason Day is out of the President's Cup. This came down... When did this come down? Friday morning, I think. We started getting the tweets about it. Uh, <clears throat> replaced by Ben On. Day is having, you know, some sort of uh, nebulous back issue while he was practicing, I think, out in Palm Springs. Withdraws from the Australian Open. Withdraws from the President's Cup. Not going to Australia. Headed back to Central Ohio for uh, some Applebee's and everything like that. Uh, watch the Buckeyes play in the Big Ten Championship. And uh, that's it. I mean, we're a couple days now since this came out. So Surprised he's not, he didn't offer to join as an assistant captain and really promote the game in his home country. <laughs> you think he jumped at the chance to play for his country, just not in his country? Then he found out, he's like, oh, but I got to actually go to Australia. I can't do it at Liberty National or, you know, wherever else. Scarlet, of course. Uh, <laughs> it's like i'd love to represent my country but oh i gotta actually go there never mind um i just if it's anyone else we're like of course man if you have a back issue don't risk it on some exhibition december exhibition or in, in you know you're it's his national open you should probably play that but um but it's jason day and like for better or worse, like he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. I, I think he has real back issues, right? Like he has like a, a legit back issue with the way he swings and has had them. But I just he doesn't get the benefit of the doubt, right? No, no, he doesn't. I mean, there's you get the benefit of the doubt when there's no long, lengthy history that, and, to and, bring something into doubt. And it's not a history necessarily of injury. It's a history of these like ouchies. Rolling around on the ground. <laughs> I wasn't even going to say that, but it's like the history of withdrawing from a pro-am and then winning the tournament three days, four days later, that kind of stuff. It's a lot of that. It's a lot of this like... Uh, or, or rolling around the ground in the first round of a match play tournament and winning the match play. Yeah. The bed sheets had allergic reaction to the bed sheets and then you know, finishing second, like balloons history. Like, I think he has a real legit injury. history. I do too. The public, uh, declarations of the injuries and, and sort of the dramatizations of the injuries are, are what put him in a bind here of really kind of everyone's sort of 
mocking him or rolling their eyes at this when I don't know. I don't know that he should be going to Australia if he's having back trouble. But it's uh all right. His swing, like there's a lot of people that are chirping about his swing and how it it leads to back injuries, you know, yep. from a technique <clears throat> standpoint. Yep. So other news, DJ is out of the Hero World Challenge, which we will discuss in more detail on Wednesday. Uh, later this week. He's replaced by, you know. Chez Reeby. Look at Tiger has Chez on like in his favorite contacts. Well, Why do you go with Chez? I I'd like to get comment from uh, Jim Gray on this situation. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot about that. You know this guy rolling his eyes about me talking about how important Chez was in the U.S. Open. You think Jim Gray now he's playing about that? Probably when he hears the news that he's playing in the Hero. Who was that lunatic that kept coming up to me, getting in my face about Ches Reeve walking the fairways of Pebble Beach Sunday the fall around the U.S. Open? Um, all right, so Ches is in. Great news for us. We're big Ches backers. DJ allegedly adamant he's playing in Australia. He's like, I'm good to go. I just I need one more week of like physical therapy and recovery or something. That's the better time spent this week doing that than playing the hero so do you think dj's gonna be real sharp <laughs> i mean that's what i'm wondering he hasn't played since what the tour championship yeah um are you starting to worry about the president's cup no i'm not that worried i mean i'm sure joey d's got him on a, on a pretty good regimen <laughs> rehab re- regimen i mean i'm sh- that's but, true but uh, i would I would say that it's not a slam dunk. Unfortunately, the replacement for Day, Ben An, is is not the right man. It's supposed to be Shugo. I I'm starting to wonder if Shugo's not eligible for not being like at least a partial like PGA Tour member of some sort or not playing enough PGA Tour events. I right? I, he's not even being mentioned. Maybe Hideki blackballed him. Maybe Hideki doesn't like him. You know, you're you're assuming they want this Japanese partnership. Maybe Hideki doesn't want that, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe people in Japan are wondering if can can Shugo win now more than can Hideki win? <laughs> what if Shugo passes Hideki in the world rankings? Like that's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> you're you're well at over speed. You're well. Over speed call did somehow come to fruition back when you were back when that was seemed like a crazy talk. Uh, so Shugo is 34th and uh, Hideki is uh, 20th. Pretty close. Yeah. Shouting distance for sure. That could happen. Uh, so yeah, but Benon's a worthy replacement, right? Yeah, he's a good, he's fine replacement, but. I I think they're kind of uh they're not seeing the forest through the trees. All right. Uh other news we'll talk about later. Adam Scott is saying Royal Melbourne fans can't be too friendly. Ask them not to cheer for uh Tiger. Uh and that's it. We'll talk more about that Ryder Cup week. Got it. Any other news? Anything else you want to talk about? No. No. I mean, nothing else really. Should we, hey, should we should we do an ahead read? Oh yeah. Yeah. We got we got we got another holiday time sponsor coming to us. Friends of the program, listeners of the show. Yeah. You know, I 
you hear me refrain, you know, I've, I've muttered this refrain often with Bixie, Journeyman, but uh, it's true. Like, we're not out there, you know, trying to sign or partner up with people who aren't listeners or understand the oeuvre of this show. And so, <laughs> another a, couple word. of listeners came to us and, and they have a fantastic company, fantastic products. Uh, Rucket, R U K K E T, Rucket Sports. Um, they reached out to us. We're going to do a little partnership here, a little partnership, hopefully next year. Uh, makers of many products, backyard. One might uh, call it a potpourri of products. That's true. That's true. Uh, but most important, so they make, I should probably get into what actual products they, they make. Apples, liquor, punch, cider, not the beer kind of cider. No. Uh, so Rucket makes a ton of like, like backyard goals, hitting nets for golf, baseball, uh, equipment, lacrosse kind of goals. They sent me a soccer goal, uh, among other things. It's like a six by eight foldable soccer goal. Had that up. You <laughs> you can, you can get a little two day soccer practice in. You can get well, those yeah. Kids- Get, the, get those kids running two a days now. I put the kids in the backyard. I was yelling at them over Thanksgiving. You know, get out there working on both feet. So that we we just had a wimpy, wimpy goal break. I threw it out. So now I have my rocket goal. And then more importantly, to probably your 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 listen, our listeners, I should say, you listening on the other end are uh, all the golf equipment. And we uh, they put together this giveaway off-season, ultimate off-season giveaway. So we have a landing page similar to uh, last week with Journeyman. It's rucket.com. So R-U-K-K-E-T.com slash shotgun start. And uh, there they want you to enter uh, this contest. You just put your name, your name and your, you know, you don't need social security number, your address, your annual salary. It's just your name and your email. That's all you got to get do. Um, and you enter to win this ultimate off-season training kit. I need so this. I need this. What did you say? I have the, the touch of a blacksmith? Yeah. I got some tapes I might release. You do? Yeah. You do? Yeah. On your phone? Oh, yeah. I got tons of tapes. couple shanks, couple duffs yeah. of mine? Yeah. I didn't know you had that material. Shit. You can blackmail me. All right. So the ultimate off-season training kit, which has the hack. So they partnered with Chris Hack. Long time, famous coach at Georgia. Coached many legends like Brendan Todd. A few others, maybe, that you've lesser known. Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you get the, the hack. father. <laughs> there you go. So they partnered with the Hack, Chris Hack. So the Hack Pro hitting net, which is they sent me that. It's it's enormous. I'm I'm working on Mrs. Friday. She just gave me the the man cave. Yeah. Clearance. I got. I I've been working away in my basement. I'm broadcasting from the basement today. You are. Oh yeah. I'm pretty uh, pumped. But next up is is my backyard practice area. <clears throat> Well, this can this can fit in a basement, can fit in your garage. It's a big, you know, hitting net. So this off-season training kit which comes with the hitting net, the XL Tri Turf hitting mat, 
the a turf standing mat with like the alignment graphic, you know, like the the T. So you know you're hitting sideways straight. H. I, I don't know how to describe it. I always say getting lined up to the ball is the hardest part of golf. So, but the tri turf mat has like fairway, first cut, and like rough. So it's like different heights on the mat, which is good. You want that in the off season. I like to practice hitting out of the rough. And then, uh, <laughs> what? Why do you like practicing hitting out of the rough? Because that's where I usually am. <laughs> Why do you think? And then a short game sharpener, which has like a chipping target alignment sticks with like a, a smaller putting service. So it's pretty full package. Rucket.com slash shotgun. Uh, I think this, I, I'm not like the most thoughtful when it comes to gifts. I personally think this is it's like slash shotgun fit. start. Shotgun start. Sorry. I should get the URL right, huh? Rucket.com slash shotgun start. Name, email address. You enter the sweepstakes. You're going to win all that stuff. I just. I'm entering because I want to win it. So then Mrs. Friday doesn't have a say in whether it comes. Whether you, you the the basement becomes the you know, ce- your, the ceiling's not tall it? enough, so I got to uh, I got to set it up in the garage. Okay, all right, there you go. Uh, so yes, rucket.com slash shotgun start takes like five seconds to enter, uh, and I also would recommend them for holiday gifts. Like this is like a layup in my opinion. Yeah, they got basketball returns. I was thinking that would be perfect for you. You don't you could send your kids out to shoot hoops and you don't even have to <laughs> rebound the ball for them. Get off the couch. Yeah. They got a, they got a ton of stuff there for baseball, golf, lacrosse, soccer, a lot of different products. Uh you know, you want your kids to get better, you know, maybe you're not or yourself to get better. Yeah, or yourself to get better. Certainly. It's almost that time golf. for self-improvement. Get an early Almost. jump on self-improvement. Almost. Anyways, I think this is an easy layup of a gift as well. I wouldn't rec- I wouldn't say that if I didn't feel it. Um, and you don't have to think much. Rucket.com slash shotgun start. Enter today. All right. All right. Let's get to Sean Martin. Decade in review. This is going to go long. This might be the first half of the decade in review. And it's going to be a little different. You know, we're just going to. Free-flowing conversation with Sean Martin. We now welcome in Sean Martin, a, uh, I'm told, a senior editor at PGATour.com, a friendly face, friend of the uh, program. I don't know about the program. Friends of us. I don't know if he thinks highly or listens regularly. But I'm your fact checker. Uh, you are the fact checker. You, text, you, you must be up at the crack of dawn and listen to this before you know 6 a.m. because I wake up. Yeah, you know, rabble rousing kids, you know, shake me out. And I have like six messages from you. It's like, you know, that's not who won that, man. Like that's that's the wrong word to use there. You you are like the the fact checker of the I didn't I didn't get a response to my uh, correction on Andy's claim that uh hippos have no natural predators, which I was pretty proud of that one. A lot of people tried to fact check one, which I knew in real time as soon as he started going down that road about how they have no pet. Like, this is going to get some. Listen, uh, I mean, they're so listen. fat and slow. Something has to eat them. Listen, they aren't <laughs> slow at all. They're very fast. And l- listen, this is something that I I wanted to get out there. I've had yeah. this hippo take long before <laughs> poachers have taken aim at the hippo. This is I've believed in the hippo being the ultimate animal for like decades. 
Can we add her hippo take into the lexicon? I didn't know you're, there are there takes about hippos varying you know various corners. Is that like a next? Is that in the rundown? You know, with Skip and Shannon, listen, the hippo hippopotamus. Listen, listen, listen. People overlook the glory of the hippopotamus because they're <laughs> they're natural. They're they're look. Right. People just don't like the way they look. There was a club brand, uh, Hippo Golf. Yeah, clubs. I remember that. Oh, I remember I that. They, they, remember that. They unfortunately did have predators, I guess, because. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it, Sean. <laughs> you're quitting yourself here well with the, the zingers. There are definitely some chops I caddied for, I feel like. Had Monday outings. Monday outings, you see some hippos on the, the cart bags and things like that. Also, the, it right. was Cosmic Crisp uh, release day on Sunday. You tagged me in that. They're I com- know they're they're coming to be the predator for the honey crisp. I hear <laughs> twenty year project of engineering this apple. So I don't I'm, know I'm, if I like that. I know it doesn't sound real natural, but who knows where all the apples we eat now came from? All right, we are we are far afield here. Early on with Sean, uh, the the concept of this is just you know it, it, these are going to be ubiquitous. But it's gonna be everywhere. This decade, end of decade content. Um, this one is minimally with minimal prep, minimal thought. Very minimal. minimal. We just and couldn't talk it, about Leopard Creek very long. Well, we were gonna get Sean in the room. Figured we will run through some memories from the decade. We'll, you know, there will be some formulaic aspects to this. And, you know, given Sean's vast knowledge, Andy's you know, knowledge and tendency to also get a little off script. And we'll have some fun discussion about this and get outside. Hopefully it'll be, you know, a little different than all the decade in review type content that's coming. I don't know. This is necessarily a best of though. It is a, this is some shit that happened. And here's some things, you know, that just popped into my mind. Now that it's a off. rundown, right? We're sure. going to hop in the Wayback machine. Sure. This is gonna be uh, kind of like the like a light version of the year in review. Yeah, I think unscripted is what people want. Those year in reviews is when we could dive in the muck yeah. and do a lot of research. This is not that. Um, all right, Andy, did you want to take the reins here? I know you. You, you sure? Well, <laughs> what's the what was the worst major this decade? Let's I, do that instead of a best of. I can I start? Actually, I've done a lot of research on this one. I have two. I have two nominees off the top of my head, but go ahead, Sean. And before people start tweeting uh, Justin Thomas, I'm going to say the 2017 PGA. Yes. Yes. Uh, what? Well, for, this, for is, different, this is the right answer. No, no. 2018. For 2018 is actually my bad. Oh, 2017. For different reasons than Andy. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama had the 36-hole lead. He was one back entering the final round. He birdies 10 to reach eight under the eventual winning score. Bogies the next three holes. But then comes back with back-to-back birdies, holds like a 20-footer on 16. I think it's going to happen. I remember just tweeting, I think, a bunch of exclamation points at some point, walking down the 16th hole, I think with Brendan and Kyle. Yeah, I think uh, it was, yeah, yeah. And then just bogeys to the last three, just absolutely just barfed dies. On himself a just barfed bit. on himself, and he hasn't won since. He the, Remember, the week before, he shoots 61 in the final round with a bridge uh, stone. This is like Hideki mania. Yeah. I know. It was maybe the peak, yeah. You, and, and you contend he's not been there. You know, it took a while for him to get over that. He, he may still not be over it. I don't know. He has not <laughs> won since. I mean, he was number two in the world at one point. And now he's all by his lonesome at the President's Cup. He's still no Shugo. shugo He's no other Japanese players on the roster. I, you know, much to Andy's dismay. It's but we'll just get into absolutely that. ridiculous. 
Look, the Sagarins, Byung-Yoon on is well ahead of Shugo in the Sagarins. What's the Sagarins? Shugo's the hottest player in the world. <laughs> who's, he, who's he beating? He missed three or four cuts in majors. He, he, beat, he beat Hideki at the Dunlop. He beat a lot oh, of guys at the Dunlop. All right. What is your worst major than Andy? Wait, I got, I got, wait, wait, wait. Can I push back a little bit, Sean? Sure. Why, why is that? Like, there are a lot of nominees here. Like, that, it's because Hideki didn't win. Because well, that <laughs> I mean, that's a blue blood winner in dramatic fashion. No, 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 no. Look, it's nothing against Justin Thomas. That was a great know, finish. That, that that shot he hit on seventeen was unbelievable. We'll remember it for a long time. Uh, it's purely that Hideki's never been the same since. It was really oh, okay. So it's a Hideki play. It's a Hideki. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, Andy. What what did you think was like the worst major? They're just one of those where you're sitting there Tw- and you're like, I wish I wasn't here. Twenty sixteen PGA. <laughs> Arguably the worst major winner of the decade. Walker Hold on, Robert Texas Prep shots. Robert Shrub shot 63 that week. Get out of here. Walker, Texas backstopper. This is a bad one. This is a bad one. The golf course was just drenched. It rained so, so much. And then then TNT was playing Charmed (laughs) all day long instead of the golf. Oh, Saturday. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, the whole package. It was just a terrible, terrible major. It was, it, yeah, it was a combination of, and a lot of things the PGA couldn't help the weather, the winter, the foot, the coverage. They didn't, they, that, isn't that the first time there was ever a uh, ball and hand lift clean place in a major yes. history? There uh, was no Jeff Quinney special exemption. <laughs> uh, I think it was Justin Ray tweeted at me once about that, just like how disgusting. <laughs> The whole the compound was everything was just like like Woodstock, just like these mud pits, and it was just like gross. And PGA can't help that, but I I think that's my worst one as well. Just totally forgettable. Totally, I know one member of the media who's <laughs> likes to get out there like and report and and do like really he does like awesome work. Who said he never ever left the media center the entire week. Never got up and went on the course because he was that disinterested. Um, but it, I think that's the worst one, most forgettable, most just like feels like feels like it should be worth like half a major. The I, other nominee for me is Pinehurst, twenty fourteen. Uh, just because wow. I I mean it was a tour de force by Keimer, but it was it was snoozer. It was boring. It was really boring. Like must the most not be exciting a fan thing of the, the Texas Wedge. Brendan Todd was in the last group on Saturday. How dare you? Yeah, he was. (laughs) Forgot about that. He's throwing out a Streb 63 and Todd Saturday tea time already. (laughs) Brendan Todd was like the hottest player in the world that year. I'm aware. What do you think? I mean, this is why these are part of my talking points. Uh, I just I think that one was was a struggle. But it was just boring. You got Ricky. Ricky's just getting his ass taken to the woodshed. (laughs) Like. But he's like fist bumping Keimer as he goes up like like eight shots, you know, walking off the green. You had width, you had angles, you had firm, you had fast. What well, was this love about it? Yeah, this is a pure like interest, uh, like Sunday interest kind of play. I, I'm not. I'm Pinehurst is one of my favorite courses. It's great, but like it just and Keimer's kind of you know a, a muted superstar. So. Hey, I had a question for you guys, uh, and and I wanted I was gonna save it 
for when we run through we're gonna run through all the years real quickly yeah let's do that a real overview but i have a question this is something just to keep in mind is is ricky fowler you know essentially a, a late 2010 or 2010s version of nick watney oh my gosh 2011, Nick Watney was the best player in the world. <laughs> Nick Watney was great early Nick in the Watney's decade. Made, I would I would wager Nick Watney's made like thirty five million dollars in in earnings. No, he had the injury just killed him. So really? wait, you're saying he's a late decade version of Nick Watney? Yeah, Nick Watney. Like essentially, Ricky's just taking taking the reins for Nick Watney. Well, in I the would back argue half of the decade. <laughs> Like what Nick Watney started, Ricky took over for the back half of the decade. I would argue like nobody is Ricky in terms of like, are you talking about just pure on the course stuff? Pure on the course Okay. Stuff. All right. No one is Ricky off the court. I just don't think there's any cop there, but. Maybe Hunter yeah. Mayhan. Maybe, maybe Hunter Mayhan's a better <laughs> what, one. What, because Ace, Ace Hardware? <laughs> Pushing <laughs> Allen wrenches? <laughs> leaf blowers? I'm a big. I like going to Ace. Oh, um, I, I go gosh. to Ace so much now. <laughs> uh, Good. Watney will weigh heavily. Let's save him for the 2010 PGA because he played a large role in that. By one. the way, I see career earnings 28.396, million. So that's a that's a good career. A lot a lot of guys will take that. That's for sure. All right, uh, should all we right, kick off 2010? Yeah. All right, 2010. The major winners from 2010. We are uh, we're going by the standard. Major champion list, not the <laughs> asterisk laden careful, World Golf careful. Hall of Fame. All uh, right, so Tim Clark. <laughs> 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 That's good. I didn't even write down who won the players in any of these years. Uh, I've, I've got it memorized. All right. <laughs> so, so 2010, we got Phil wins the Masters. We got Graham McDowell at Pebble. We got Louis Eustazen at St. Andrews. Wow. And we got Martin Keimer at uh, Whistling Straits. So can I go, my big takeaway from 2010 and kind of bleeds into 2011 is, do you remember this is when the European Tour was really feeling themselves? Oh, yeah. Yeah. uh, I got this written down. They threw in Schwartzel and Oosthuizen, even though they're both South African. Uh, (laughs) This is when... this was before the uh, UPS ban on uh, on sponsorships. Oh yeah, that's a more recent thing. That was the latest deal. But was this? What do you mean by year? Like, was this when that guy skipped the players, Westy and, and that was Rory? Next year. No, there was just all. It was mostly. Let's. I'm gonna say European media. Let's put it that okay, way. Okay. Okay. International, international really feeling themselves about oh there must be some secret sauce to the European tour that they're winning all the majors <laughs> and you know all this stuff and uh i remember actually i was reading a book on probability and anyways just our need to make storylines and you can yeah. tell it's just total randomness but yeah. yeah they were very big into them so the european tour european media was that too and of course they the Ryder cup dominance uh, but shots sure. fired at the european european tour. <laughs> i mean that's a good that's a good list of winners though i mean yeah. that's a good that, that's a uh, phil graham usti timer the, uh, All of them Hall of Famers, except for uh, Graham. Is, is Usti a Hall of Famer? He's uh, barely one. Besides, that's the most dominant like well, major of all time. We, we got to remember where the Hall of Fame is. <laughs> all right, Two, all right. Like from from a career achievement perspective, and like a 
I think from a relevancy standpoint in this yeah. decade, like, yeah. there are few players more relevant in big events than Louis Ostasen. Yeah, he's got the career Grand Slam runner-up. The, the career runner-up Super Slam. Uh, the players as well, all five. <laughs> oh, that's there you go. Come over the top with players trivia. Super Slam, yeah. Uh, can we talk about 2010, though? It was the, it was the year of McDowell. Uh, clinching point at the Ryder Cup took down Tiger at the Chevron. Mm. Talking, what wasn't wasn't Ricky bad at the 2010 as well? The Ryder Cup. That was when Celtic he was the captain's man. pick. No, remember Celtic. he what he he like birdied the last four to yeah, have his that's match. Right. That's right. It was one or the other. Yeah, that's right. So uh, the top top uh, top twelve players in the world, there were only four Americans at that at the end of the year. At the end of uh, I do remember that. I remember that. Okay. Any other thoughts on 2010? Seems like a long time ago. Um, sure. I got this is DJ's year of disaster, Sunday disaster. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, Pebble Bunker Gate or whatever. Yeah, and, and Bunker Gate at uh, at the whist, at Whistling Straits. And I wonder what that's. What is that going to be for the Ryder Cup? All those bunkers. So, the, I don't know because they have no crowds. The crowds is going to be the crowds are going to be you know they. No I mean, concentrate on one hole. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you know, where are they going to rope off is what I'm suggesting for these crowds that concentrate on just, you know, four matches at a time. All right. We don't need to talk about that. Right. Uh, 2010 Ryder Cup was the rain suits as well. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> pavement. Pavement. <laughs> yep. Mandated. Sun Mountain says, you know, Lisa, if we have to put these nameplates <laughs> on them, we're actually punching holes in the fabric <laughs> issue. Damn it, I want the nameplates. I want the stars and stripes. Well, you know, water comes through the holes and it's infamous. Hey, uh, do you want do you want to know the FedEx Cup standings <laughs> at the end of the year? Oh my god. Uh no. Gosh, so hey, who won the first tournament? Kucher was second, right? Who won the first tournament of the decade? So Chopra? the Kapalua Walker? Kapalua twenty ten. Uh, Daniel Chopra. Uh Ogilvy. Well, twenty ten. Uh, first oh. tournament of the decade. Jeff Ogilvy. How about that? Um, all right. So, what were the FedEx Cups? All right. I Kutra was second. I wrote down the top fifteen of every oh deck. God. Every oh year. my god! Oh I'm going to run down a fast. Furek, Kutcher, Luke Donald, Charlie Hoffman, DJ, Paul Casey, Steve Stricker, Jason Day, Ernie Els, Goosen, Marty Laird, Watney, Phil Ogilvy, Justin Rose. And Mr. Hammer Drill himself, KJ Choi. <laughs> KJ Choi. That's why there I went to 15. I had to get KJ in. <laughs> um, Furyk was player of the year, right? FedEx Cup and... and four, uh, yeah, four wins. Backwards hat in the rain. It's interesting that uh, player of the year to start and end the decade won no significant tournament. Oh God! Um, it took me a minute there. Team like Nona won the Ta- Tavistock Cup. If you're worried about that, 2010. Want to replay that? I forgot that existed. Oh, I have, I have an old school article in the archives. There, just, just yeah, yeah, giving that the treatment. That was a grotesque event. Are we ready to um, move on? Yeah, let's go. All right, 2011. Hot Charles, one of the best finishes of all. Best- uh, all masters, but one of the best Sundays at yeah. a major championship that you'll ever get. Just blitzes the uh, blitzes the field. Overall, my 
the, the 2010s was a great decade of majors. Um, we got Rory at Congo. We got Darren Clark. Well, you also had Rory. You also had Rory at the Masters that year. Yeah, true. And the cabins. <laughs> Lost in the cabins. <laughs> you like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, you're feeling yourself you're feeling yourself andy like the european tour all right go ahead darren clark at royal st george's that was another dj disaster yeah i there's yeah there's 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 a story about there about dj enjoyed himself before that that sunday you know have had fun it's probably just, just you know, enjoyed enjoyed this evening, Saturday night, and then yeah, I I'll guess Sunday blast one a mile out of bounds. If I was, I was just talking about having I on can't the course, confirm with the, the or team. deny if the story is true, but it, it was the night before that he hit one, you know, four hundred yards out of bounds on whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. If I was winning a major on Saturday <laughs> night, I'd probably probably go have a good time too <laughs> just take the edge off yeah all right keegan bradley at uh atlanta athletic club oh my god that the i mean epic duffner playoff i don't i don't remember i mean i remember that i don't think i watched this. it was actually a great finish yeah i don't think i actually watched this duff, like a minute of this duff was missing putts left and right <laughs> right and then got he, it back uh, two years later. Keegan so, made the triple. I think, yeah, I don't know. Back when the, this was the height of anchoring, right? This oh, was the yeah. beginning of the, the anchor era. This was the anchors down. Yeah. Which we should make. Anchor yeah. era is not technically over yet, though. We might, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> we might posthumously call it the McCarran era or something like that. All right, go ahead. What what else do we got? Westy and Rory skip the players. Okay, the chubby chubby Chandler faction. Yeah, uh, Wesley's number one in the world right now too. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. This is, a, this is when there was a lot of jockeying for number one, and G Mac was up there with a chance. Luke Donald, uh, Westy, Luke Timer, Don- <laughs> Luke Donald's short game and putting at this point in his career were <laughs> a- was absolutely insane. <laughs> so. Seriously. In 2010, he he finished first putting, second around the greens, and ninth approach. I think 2011, he did like the exact same thing. Let's see, he was he was first in approach, first in putting, and 18th uh, he around won, the green. He won Disney to win the money title. That's right, I remember that. Good old Disney with the uh, the Mickey Mouse ears bunker. I'm not even sure if they play that that course, but I know there's a there's a Mickey Mouse ears, the Mickey silhouette bunker at that one of those Disney courses. Um, did, he won the mag, match play too, Accenture in Arizona, right? Maybe like over Keimer was Keimer in the final wearing the bouffant or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, that's right. Was which year was uh, Victor? Oh, that was uh, dead. That was, that was like, day. That was like 15, fourteen. Fifteen. Yeah, one of those. I think it was fourteen. It got him on that Ryder Cup team. <laughs> that sounds right. Yep. Yeah, I think you're right. Was this? Was that the year? Was this the year of Kevin Sutherland? No, that was massive upset. Are we talking about the? We're talking about the match play. We're twenty minutes in here on the second year. We talked about hippos. We've talked about you know. Uh, hurry up! This is apples. Too long. That was the 1999 match play. Is Roy's U.S. Does Roy's U.S. Open? Is that like a full, full 
U.S. Open. Does that count? Yeah, I mean, he oh, won by so wow. many. He won. He, nobody else was in. The, when you win by that many, it's a. It's like it should count as two wins. <laughs> but it wasn't like. You, do you care about the notion of like a real U.S. Open or just being pillow no. soft, dartboard golf? I I have like there's a part of it. I but it, when you win by like ten or whatever you won by, yeah, that's sure. out the window. Yeah, and right. congratulations now PGA course. All right. Um, all right. Under the knife right now. Yeah. You um, ready for you ready for the FedEx Cup rundown? Yeah. Bill Haas, Webb Simpson, Luke Donald, DJ, Justin Rose, Kucher, Mayhan, Snedeker, Watney, Chez at number ten, Choi Boy at eleven. <laughs> Chez Reedy, did you hear that right? Uh, that's he lost a playoff to Webb at Boston, so that runner-up got him, uh, got him a tour champ. Is this the kind of shit you know off the top of your head? <laughs> I might. All right. Jason All Day, right. Sendin, Mister Three Hundred, John Sendin. <laughs> Mister, wait, why is he Mister Three Hundred now? He's got the three. He's on the three hundred cuts exemption right now oh. this year. He deserves a real exemption yeah, based on hardship, does. family hardship. All right. Well, he deserves it too, based off of like. He's, he's actually. Been, yeah, he he was relevant in golf for one of the years <laughs> of his, you know, career. All right. Aaron Badley, fourteenth, uh, and Phil one riv that year. Aaron Badley, so, sneaky like a, a a light version of Charles Howell. What does that mean? Like he just make he keeps his card every year, makes also, tons like, of cut, made a ton of money. Legendary talent coming up, like you heard about how hear about Battley. I still want to know about his when he got that special exemption to that U.S. Open. Pebble, yeah, Gosh, I remember in high school because Golf Channel would show those Australian like, Opens, and when he won it as an amateur, and then the next year he was like, I mean, he was. I don't know. He was the next big thing. Hey. Aaron yeah. Badley played a figurative role in my love of golf. Yeah. In 1997, he uh, he lost in the finals of the U.S. Junior at Conway Farms. And I remember right. I went and watched Aaron Badley for like three straight days. He was so good. Was it, was it to Immelman? Uh, James O. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Um. All right. Should we should we get to 2012? I don't know if we move on yet. I mean, that if you're Fincham and you're looking at that FedEx Cup, you got Chez, you got Billy Haas winning it. You're like thinking maybe this wasn't. Maybe we got. You got KJ Choi. Maybe the playoffs. Playoffs weren't all right. Let's go to 2012. 2012. I'm not sure if we're ready to move on. Okay. What do you want to say about Badly? The Pro V1 ruined badly. <laughs> All right. I, I, he falls in the Justin Leonard bucket. Okay. All right. All right 2012. Bubba wins his, uh, wins his Masters. Is the talk of the town. Most popular player in golf. He's got that car. What's his car named? The General Lee. General Lee. He's going through drive throughs in the green Nobody jacket. Did. The car was already added. It, it's, uh, yeah. 
The car Which, was already way, well known. Bubba just bought it. I don't think it like became well known <laughs> because Bubba was driving it. Car had its own career. But God. by the way, not, I know we're not trying not to take a macro view here, but yeah. uh, Bubba's twelve wins were the third most this decade. Wow, I was wondering. I, you know, what are, do you? What are the? What are the totals? What's Rory? First? Rory and DJ Rory. had eighteen apiece. Okay. Okay. And then Bubba's tied, I think, with like Day and a couple others. But third most wins this decade, Bubba Watson. That's fascinating. Had that big hook shot out of the trees. I don't know if you heard about that. Number ten <laughs> down in the down in the right right hand uh, side. You know of who that. who who didn't win that year? Louis. Exactly. Relevant player of the decade. Made an albatross. Who did who did Bubba beat in the playoffs? The playoff for that? Louis. That was just Louis? Wasn't there a third on 18? No. Uh, I don't. Okay. You're thinking of the Kenny Perry, Chad Campbell, on Hulk Burr playoff. What, which one was Len Matisse in? Oh, gosh. That was uh, weird. Was that? weird. Yeah. Weird? Yeah. <laughs> Get my years mixed up by like a decade or so. Uh, all right. What else do we have this we got, year? Uh, we got Webb <laughs> winning at Olympic Club. Sure. With the, with the Birdman. Sure. <laughs> coming out the thing i remember most about that one is bo hostler i was about to say this is the the debut or the the coming out party for bo hostler really mm-hmm. right yeah uh, f- fun fact did not actually win low amateur honors that week it was jordan speed interesting Which fun is- fact indeed <laughs> we've well, gone we- congressional and olympic back to back now is this like the era of like these, these are the courses that are no longer part of the usga family flipped the PGA of America. Um, that makes sense. Usually, you got Zayner. How's it? You gotta, yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. leave that one. Get some shots up. Imagination. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, and then uh, Rory or Ernie, big Ern. Such a random win. God. A random win. What are you talking about? <laughs> Poor Adam Scott. Oh yeah, I know. That was, that was bad. That was really bad. Was Where terrible. was that one? Where was that? Lith- Litham. Uh, Litham. Okay. Yeah. You know, the Tiger finished third and he had a triple on Sunday. Tiger was third in that event? Yeah. Wow. Kind of crazy. Um, that was when Tiger was right. having tr- trouble. Like, he was getting in like 36 hole contention at a bunch of majors and was not closing the deal. That's right. That was this big run through like 12, 13. 14 he was on the shelf but yeah it was like 11 12 13 were big of like all right you're here again on saturday and sunday but you know it's another like t6 and that kind of thing but all right go ahead all right we got uh we got rory running away at kiowa i don't remember much about this one i know Uh, polter made a slight run at him on sunday but it wasn't that close david lynn will gray's boy david lynn (laughs) then can you can you name who he lost a playoff to? Uh, I think a year later, on the PGA Tour. I have no clue. He's uh, got Derek, he's, Derek he's, Ernst. Oh my uh, god! At the Wells Fargo. The Wells Fargo. <laughs> the most and random it, winner of the decade. The most flash in the pan winner of the decade is that Derek Ernst. He's like, I feel bad for him. He's always like. He's like the poster boy. When we say everybody's like, well, he's like a late stage Ricky, or he's the British Ricky, or. Like Derek Ernst is the guy you bring up as like the ter- you know a guy who you know uh, is not good at golf but was for a week. 
So I don't know. He gets he gets shit on unfairly, in my opinion. I mean, the guy but, won a PGA Tour event. You can never take I, that away from him. Yeah. He might yeah. be the worst of the decade, but he's better than the 2,000 players that didn't win a PGA Tour event in That's the decade. correct. Yeah, I didn't mean to down him yet again. By bringing I mean, up his, Louis I actually meant to back him. Louis Eustazen hasn't won a PGA Tour event. That's true. That's true. What about, what about the 2010 mm-hmm. Open Championship? Oh, no. Oh, that was 2005. When did Louis win? Uh, that's 2010. Uh, we just went through it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he won a just tour event this it. decade. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Yeah. Sure. There you go. Believe um, what you want to believe. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? I remember nothing about Kiowa. I, really. Rory just killed everybody. It, it was they had weird course. weather. They had to play like 36. Uh, the shuttle. Uh, Tweets about the shuttle getting to the end of the island there at the ocean course. A lot of anger over and, that. Anytime somebody got close, they'd then like proceed to rinse it, and Rory would hit one 315 down the middle on every hole. Sure. Yeah, it was like close after like three rounds still, and then he won by eight. Yeah. That Lynn guy's a little kooky, right? He's like a goofball. Uh, you know... To, you know, he just did, I mean, he disappeared. He dropped off yeah. the. It's not like he just stopped like playing well. He stopped playing. Who won the FedEx Cup? What do we got for FedEx Cup? Oh, Sned. Snedeker. Oh, Snedeker. David Lynn last played an official world ranking event in 2014. <laughs> Didn't he factor at the Masters for a sec- hot second? One of the Masters, maybe like 18 hole leaderboard somewhere in there. I feel like so he won. So he was runner up at the Wells Fargo. So obviously 2012 PGA runner up at the Wells Fargo 2013 won the Portugal masters in 2013. And then he's out of golf by the end of 2014. This might be a, someone needs to do some digging. Um, All right. It's like a flashback Friday waiting to happen. So Uh, Sneds wins. Sneds wins. Rory's second. Tiger's third. Nick Watney's fourth. Phil is fifth. Rose is six. Louis is seven. This is a great list. Very high finish for Mr. UPS. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight is DJ. Nine, Luke Donald. Ten, Westy. This is the only year that UPS really had a shot at the FedEx Cup. <laughs> um, ten, Eleven, Ryan Moore. Twelve, ZJ. Thirteen, Bubba. Fourteen, Buff. Uh, Duff. Not Buff. And... Uh, <laughs> 15, Furick. Okay. Um, on to 2013. All right. Adam Scott wins the Masters. Uh, this is one of my I, I, great Masters. I would, I, this Who's is up that? there for my favorite one, of, if not my favorite, one of the two or three favorite majors of the entire decade. Who was the, in that playoff? It was like Cabrera again? Cabrera. Yeah. Just him? I think it was just Cabrera. Eight they played eighteen and ten. I think it was just Cabrera. Like that that so after Scott drains the putt coming across eighteen, then you like minutes later or you know, seconds later, Cabrera just drops it out of the sky on top of the flag. That's one of like the the best approach shots on the seventy second hole of the championship you'll ever see. That was great. Tiger drop the tiger drop on Saturday. Or Friday night going into Saturday morning, with you know that that this was early in my career, and I was like just thrown in the deep end. And you got like Saturday morning at the Masters, like you know Nick Faldo says, like if he wants to have any shred of integrity, he has to disqualify himself now. 
I think Chambly said there will be a black cloud over his career, the rest of his career, if he doesn't disqualify himself. Like that 2013 Masters was full of stuff. Was that, I think that's when uh, Tinling Guan got the slow play penalty, too, if I'm not mistaken. Still in college, by the way. <clears throat> Is that true? Oh, yeah. Where? Arizona. Oh, wow. Uh, 2013 Masters is, is an all-timer, just for the, the Tiger, for content at least. Tiger and then the Sunday finish. So, um, And Tiger's not the same the rest of the weekend. Yeah, he uh, uh, <coughs> hasn't been the sa- hadn't been the same for a while. Yeah, that's accurate. All right, so uh, Adam Scott wins the Masters. Rosie, just, Rose Marianne? at Marion. Did I say Marion? <laughs> Marion. Marion. Just a, a bloodbath on that. Just, you know, most doctored course. Was US. that even par that won that? What was I that? I think he might have yeah. been one over. Gosh, might have been over. Hold par. that wedge. Yeah. He filled it and you think he's finally going to do it. And then he just blasted over that green in that 120 yard par three. I, if that, right? Wasn't it? It was like a two and a half par that Sunday. I think they said hey, there was a newspaper article afterwards and said it was playing to like two and a half. You know, you just. There's there's a lot of mystery surrounding that that part that that shot. It's like he pulled the wrong club. Did Bones hand him the wrong club? Was a conspiracy theory for a while. Like, but because he might have kind of alluded to it in quotes after the round without throwing Bones totally under the bus. But yeah, that that was. I don't know. Phil talks about like some of his hardest harder U.S. Opens. There were harder ones to take than that. But yeah, when you can't. When you can't par that whatever it was, I think it was playing like 105 yards or whatever it is that day. That that that's one of his biggest mistakes uh, of the decade or you know, of his career. You know, Luke Donald uh, said on my pod he uh, he oh, played with uh, he pa- played with uh, <laughs> played with Rose, and he yeah. said that uh, you know he he played bad on Sunday, and he said that he changed his, he said he walked off the course and thought, I got to hit it like that guy and chased, you know, distance. Wow. And really that was kind of the end of his. Wow. Well, Rose is one of those guys who had like that 20 yard distance game uh, before he won that U S open kind of like Francesco a couple years God. ago. He murders the ball. I mean, Rose is like Rose and Sergio are two guys that are just like generally like, was like, Oh, these ball strikers. Amazing. And they are that, but like, those two like hit it like three thirty, often. Um, they and Rose completely changed it. Like Sean said, he's one of the few that's actually succeeded in the in the going after distance and and, and getting it done. He, one thing uh, else I remember about that twenty ten. Go ahead, you can just continue on Rose. He's Go he's got to be a all decade team guy. Oh, for sure. First Wait, first team all decade team. How big Rose? Team? What are we talking Five about? Five guys. Wow. Oh wow, he was in my top ten. I don't know. I had to do this for five. <laughs> top five. He's been I, he's been around every year. He's relevant. He's like extraordinarily relevant bar, every I, single year. You don't have many guys that won in twenty ten and twenty nineteen. I don't disagree. And the courses where he's won are amazing. Like he's a you know big game hunter, as the overused cliche goes. Um, <laughs> Like he's won on some amazing courses. One thing else I remember about do you want to do the all decade team now? now no, that you're no, 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 no. <laughs> Just stop at twenty thirteen. Um we'll be on we'll brand. T- we I guess we'll have talk to make this that. a two parter. 
Oh, Jesus. All right. Um, one thing I remember about that 2010 is Stricker. Like, he's like, you know, he was, you know, a factor. He's just full on just off the leaderboard by like the sixth hole. Hard shank, like over a boundary fence. You remember that? Oh, that was a bad shank. It never hard left the shank. camera screen. You saw this. You shot the whole way. Yeah. Hard shank that had, I believe it had Tracer on it, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, <laughs> oh. I remember that about 2013 Marion Stricker's, you know. The, the reborn Stricker was in it, and then he wasn't very quickly on Sunday. What else we got? We got, uh, let's see. We got Phil at Muirfield, which will forever be tainted because of the what? slow play penalty assessed to Hideki Matsuyama in the third round of the championship. Gosh, now I didn't know about that. I've been since now. Forever be tainted. Okay. Change okay. the final groups, and uh, Phil probably wouldn't have wouldn't have been in the same place. He would have been one group later. Would have been in not as comfortable of a pairing. And the history a, history would be completely in, different. In fairness, the 2013 Open was one of the more touching majors of the decade. Just because you had, like, it was like the masterpiece performance of one of the all-time great players in golf. Yes. It was the greatest round of his career. Yeah. Bones is in tears, walking off the 18th green with him. He no, never thought he'd win an Open championship. And he just... Blitzes a rock hard Muirfield, <laughs> pulling off the shots at the end, birdieing eighteen, and he was like third group from last. But he it, basically he played so well that like it was decided, even though there were still groups on the course. Holistically, twenty thirteen. Well, 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 yeah. well. Let's, let's not forget this is also a historic moment when level-headed Johnson Wagner went absolutely nuclear on rules what? officials what? and. What? The RNA for, for the assessing sl- the penalty on Hideki. I don't. I don't remember this. I. I don't even know if Ken Hideki Win remembers this. <clears throat> well, he probably wasn't around. I. He what? He, he was mad that they went at Hideki of all people. Yes. Yes. Uh, this is. It's a. It's a crazy. Hideki was like surging towards the lead. They probably profiled they him because he can't speak exactly. English and he was- flip out and defend himself. And he's younger. He's a younger guy. Wouldn't speak English. Could you know that? I'm sure that played into it. He was, I think he was 21 or 18 at the time. One yeah. of the two. I can't do the math. <laughs> no, he went to college. 21. Either or. Uh, I think holistically. So Duffner wins at Oak Hill. Is the last one. Yeah, right? Duffner. That, that that's <clears throat> wasn't wasn't there's the like best. a there's a common theme with these. Uh... <laughs> I think holistically. This is my favorite year of majors of the decade. Wow. I think the Masters is so good. Phil at Marion, Rose at Marion, and then the Mirfield, I think, was maybe Mirfield's up there. Both Mirfield and the Masters obviously are, carry the weight of this year. They're two of my favorite majors of the Gosh, decade. Gosh, 2017 was really good. And honestly, 2015 was Didn't really you just bad. say that it was the worst major of the decade? Had well, 2017? That was tongue in cheek. I, I would say that this it was a great finish. This, okay. this Duffner win has potential as the worst major of the decade. You know, he bogeyed his last two holes, but like nobody was making a charge. Him and Furick both bogeyed the last two. Nobody remembers that because all they remember is a little butt pat for his wife. <laughs> Actually, this was all the content. I was forgot having, about like, that. Patted his wife on the butt. We all are simple minds on the internet. Idiots on the internet. This became the thing. This so. was like peak. These these were the peak wag year content. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. just like yeah. the clickbait slideshows. <laughs> yep. Do you think we've matured as a content 
uh, environment. <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, probably. I think that's probably true. I think we've matured. Uh, all right. What else we got? You know, this is uh, 2013 FedEx Cup. You know, Phil, once again, topped by Henrik, the Iceman, Stenson, wins the FedEx Cup. Wait, are you saying Phil was in the hunt there? I don't remember that. No, he wasn't. Okay. But... All right. By the way, can you name the 2013 uh, PJ Tour Player of the Year? Um, let me give me a minute. Henrik Stenson. Tiger. 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 Yeah, he won five times. Yeah. 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 All Tiger won eleven. Team. He won eleven times this decade. He could barely walk for half of it, and he still won eleven times. All decade team. Tiger. He's on there. Right. Rose. I we need to talk about later, but okay. <laughs> if we're doing five guys, Rose, I don't think makes it. But go ahead. Um, <laughs> all right. Then we got uh, we got Tiger second in the FedEx Cup, Stricker third, Adam Scott fourth, ZJ fifth, Kucher sixth, Spieth the entrance of Spieth finishing okay. seventh in the FedEx Cup. Makes the Presidents Cup at Mirrorfield yeah. as a captain's pick. Uh, uh, eight Graham Delay. <laughs> Is it Delay or Delet? Please Delet. Whatever. <laughs> Um, All right. Nine, Phil Mickelson. Ten, Rose. Eleven, Webb. Twelve, Sneds. Thirteen, DJ. Fourteen, Furick. Fifteen, Watney. Wow. It is pretty crazy when you read these lists how many of these guys are not long hitters. Yes. Like Sneds is on that top 15 every year. Webb's up there. Uh, ZJ's up there. Spieth even Kuchar. at 19 years old, Kucher, like every year, top 15. Furek. Yeah. Yeah, the game changed um, quickly. And, and Spieth was, I mean, Spieth was the first. This was like the, the new wave. Spieth was the first guy and, you know, the new wave of golf, really. Sure. Sure. Um, 2014, we ready to move on? Yeah. Sure. All right, we got Bubba winning again. Spieth in the final group. This is when the the public favor really started to turn on Bubba. Uh, yeah, at least this. Yeah, I mean, this was. Did he wear like a bright yellow shirt on the final round? I'm not sure. No, that doesn't ring a bell. Uh-huh. Might have been, might have been green or white. It might have been green. White. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Keimer wins at Pinehurst. Yeah. Battles Brendan Todd. <laughs> <laughs> we got Rory at uh Hoylake and uh Rory at Valhalla. Mr. PGA. Team. All decade team. Rory is on there. That's I think he's number one. He's I player mean, of the decade. Right? Without a doubt. I agree. I mean, Brooksy's got a no, argument, no, he no, didn't do, no. He no. didn't do the wins. He doesn't have the wins, and or the, yeah, Brooksy's got to be on the All Decade team. <laughs> he is, sure, of course. He is. But Rory's the player of the decade. Rory is. The, I, the way, I was going to say Ricky. Uh, by the way, Brooksy played in the 2014, <laughs> 2014 PGA. He did. He played. They mispronounced his name or something in it. At at Valhalla. So no, Rory had Rory has won eight. Rory's won majors with Brooks in the field. It's a good point. I like that. It's a good pull. Um, who won the 2014 players, Sean? Uh, 
Keimer. I think that's right. That God. sounds right. Keimer, Keimer's <sighs> like a Keimer might be an all decade team. No. Wow. Now that you say it. No. No. He might be like second team all decade. Sure. I'll go with that. Okay. That flies. Okay. All right. He did reach um, number one. He reached number one in the world as well. If the other bigger question was: He ever number one in the FedEx Cup? He had to have been number one. Did he one get point. to the top of the mountain? I'm sure <laughs> he did. He won so. the players in the U.S. Open in like a month. That had to get That's him. True. There, no? Probably. Well, Both? it's only 600 points. <laughs> Unless that was actually. That could have been the year Jimmy Walker. That is the year of Walker. <laughs> it is. Did he win like three times before February 15th or something? This he was might have been year. number one. <laughs> Keimer wins major and the players in like a month. He's still not Walker. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Uh, sure. Jimmy Walker does. He was number one in the FedEx Cup for the most weeks this decade. Is he that. all de- on your all decade team? <laughs> Um, okay. What else? 2014. All right. Well, uh, I think, well, well, I just well think? what about Rory? The Valhalla, the memorable thing is the darkness. Like they play. Up. Yeah. Playing with burned Weesburger. Yeah. In the last group. Uh, that was the, that was the entrance of the burnt cheeseburger. <laughs> don't, don't laugh, Sean. Don't hear me. <laughs> um, uh, that, that, that's this up when there. Rory. Uh, this is when Rory dabbled in the flat brims. <laughs> really? Yeah. He I wore those like that. different sleeve cut. Like the sleeves are different from the like the body, the chest of the shirt. Because he also remember that Bridgestone in between. He was. This yeah. was like. I mean, this was. Yes, this was peak Rory from mid July to end of end of uh, end of August, I guess. But yes, this was Rory at his peak of his power. The question uh, then becomes: Did did Jordan Spieth ruin Rory? I I don't understand how that's a question. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> because Rory, we're peak Rory, and then all of a sudden Jordan Spieth enters in and uh, takes. It's like he was like the monsters, and now, well, and now Rory's back, and Spieth is gone. Yeah, the thing. This is Rory, like. And when he walked off that green of Valhalla, he had to think like the next five years were his. Maybe, maybe like he wouldn't win a ton of majors, but there wouldn't be a ton of challengers to like, you know, the throne of the best post Tiger yeah. player. And all of a sudden, with Speed within like months and Kepka within like three years, it, it was just, it just happened. Day, of course, was there for a cup of coffee. I mean, uh, well, what were the, what were the articles saying? Like, how many like they had to be like how many is rory gonna win but like what were yeah. people saying well brendan wasn't it you and kyle talked about the 2015 masters that he and spieth played together Saturday. and he just hit it so much better than spieth and spieth outscored him and he just looked shook the whole day because yeah rory didn't make a birdie we talked about this like on one of the recent pod even i think too with andy uh, on the saturday that 20 it was no it was 2016 2016 at that okay happened. um I don't know. 2014 Valhalla is up there for one of the majors of the decade with the 2013 Masters. Uh, I just, it was just a, such a circus with Phil and Ricky and the group ahead of them. Uh, you know, Ted Bishop was prominently involved. You know, he drops the trophy, trophy flies off, Rory catches it. 
uh, that was that was that was a complete circus. I enjoyed the 2014. That was one of the better better majors of the year. I, I feel like I stop paying attention when the trophy <laughs> presentation comes on, and that's when you really lock in. <laughs> I have made a couple trophy, you know, references so far, but obviously 2014 was the Ryder Cup too. That was maybe the biggest content bonanza of the decade, Phil, going burying Tom Watson. That's, Birth of uh, Spieth Reed, Reed shushes the yeah. crowd. That 2014 Ryder Cup was was all time. That was uh, I I was there on sat uh, Saturday. Not was, 2014. At the Ryder Cup. Never. No, it was 2012. Frolicking about 2012. the Scotland, Scotland country. 2012. All right. <laughs> I know. Just giving you shit. I guess all right. Years. I'm 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 stuck in 2012. Okay. I'm stuck in bigger and winning the when <laughs> open. Um, All right. You ready for FedEx Cup? Yeah, it wouldn't be. Of course. Number one, Billy Ho. Gator jumping. Yep. yep. I mean, I don't know. Has there ever been a run like with the beating the best players in the world that's then led to like such mediocrity later? <laughs> Bill Haas. No, but did what did Billy go second, first, first? Didn't he? Yeah, I remember he hit it. Well, he hit one. Didn't he hit it in the hazard at eighteen he, at the Boston? Yeah, he won BMW and won Tour Champ, or what? What was it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then didn't make the Ryder Cup team as we got the Billy Horschel rule. The Horschel rule, which has now been amended like twice already. Because you know, who did we take? That was that was when Webb texted Tom Watson, right? And Hunter Mayhead won the Barclays, but he wasn't in great form. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that one. Um, yeah, this was like the, the last year of Mayhan relevance, right? Yeah, actually, it was already starting to kind of trend downward, and then he won the, the Barclays. Mm-hmm. He, he, I think he was like two or three kids in, and he was talking about how hard it was, and uh, now he. I want to say that's when Tringali finished second and made the tour championship. Oh yeah, it was. It was right. A- it was right after he uh, he admitted that he uh, he waved at the ball and and took the DQ at three four right. days after the PGA. That's right. That's right. That was a flashback Friday recently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. All right. Uh. All right. So then Chris Kirk finishes second. Rory wins two. Ma- Rory wins two majors and finishes third to Chris Kirk and <laughs> Billy Horschels. You love that. You love. <laughs> I mean, I love that it's a real playoff. Like, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Un- under the new system, I, I can't imagine that happened. All I remember, I was at Cherry Hills uh, for the BMW and talking to Chris Kirk, and he, I guess he says he told Tom Watson because Tom called him and say, "Hey, I'm not going to pick you," and he's like. Tom, I just won the biggest golf tournament of my career. Like, you can't do anything to ruin this for me or bring me down. Or he, basically, like, you can't do anything to bring yeah. me down. Like, yeah, yeah. And then he signed to the old PXG, Kirk. and yeah. he came way down. And, and then kaboom! <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Twenty fifteen. Right. Oh, we got to finish. What else? Got... All right. Yeah. Then we got Furick, oh, Bu- Furick, Bubba, Mayhan, Jimmy Walker. 
Started the year on Torrid Run, finished seventh. Uh, Kucher, Ricky, Jason Day, Rose, Scott, Sergio, Ryan Palmer, and Jordan Spieth in 15. Did Jimmy Walker win every one of his PGA Tour titles after the age of like 35? Yeah. I think that's right. He like bounced around many tours forever. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's insane if you think about it. Yep. Figured it out. The secrets in the dirt, I hear. <laughs> Down in Texas. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. 2015, the year of Spieth. Wins go. the Masters. Wins Chambers Bay. Zach Johnson wins at St. Andrews, and Jason Day wins at Whistling Straits. Arguably, this is the best major year of the decade. Of all time. And maybe of all time. In a single calendar year. Yeah. Or would Tigers be better? Didn't Tiger win three in a calendar year? I'm saying I'm saying like just in terms of the the You mean for a single also player the or cha- all the, the champions. The I think we're talking were, about speed, right? No, Being no, I'm saying all the majors. The the, the majors oh. were amazing this year. And then Day went on that crazy run in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Why were the majors? Yeah, I guess. Well, so 2015 Masters was like just a tour de force. The U.S. Open was a good finish. It Great was dramatic. Finish. St. Andrews, three-man playoff, right? Leash, yeah. Usti. Yeah. And, and then, Spieth holds that long putt on 16 to miss it by one. Yeah. And then the Day-Spieth duel. Those were the, they were the two best players in the world at the time, and they went at year. it on Sunday. Like great year. You got every type of of major. You got the runaway best player in the field. Like when you got the anybody can win on Sunday twice, really. Yeah. And then you got like the duel. This which, was the dawn of the big 3 coinage. Coin, or the uh, well, shortly after the big 4. Ricky got added cuz he wanted he won. like Abu Dhabi yeah. next January or something like that. It's the most absurd thing ever. Uh, yeah, who were the big three? It was Rory, Spieth, Spieth Day, and, and Rory. Yeah. And then Ricky got added after winning in the Middle East. And then okay. and then DJ had a big 2016, and they were saying big five. Big five, something <laughs> like that. Yeah. 2015, uh, the players was one of the best tournaments of the decade. Oh, they they lost the yeah. course. No, that no, that no, no. no. Ricky, That's not right? Ken Duke Day. Ken Duke Day. This was Ricky. Which what year yeah. was Ken Duke? Twenty fourteen. Sixteen. I think sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Oh, the twenty fifteen players was one of the best. Golfers. People don't give Hideki enough credit for shooting sixty seven that day to move into contention. <laughs> so I'd say that the World Golf Hall of Fame would probably say that this is the best year of majors right. ever. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's Ricky's biggest win ever, right? Day's biggest signature moment. I yeah, this was a this was a good year. Is Spieth on your all decade team? Yeah, for sure. Yes, he has to be. What are you talking about? I just don't think I can put somebody on the all decade team that didn't that didn't make the tour championship in two of his six years of the decade. What? I think he's going to be the Tiger Ian Baker. He might be the Ian Baker Finch of the deck of the of <laughs> this generation. What is Tiger on your all-decade team? Yeah. Well, he didn't make the Tour Championship a bunch of years. That's true. 
2018 was the first time he played in five years, wasn't it? I think that's a good point. That's a fair point. <laughs> I, I haven't made my all-decade team, to be honest. I didn't write it down. It's kind of weird. Doesn't it feel like Jordan Spieth has won more than one Masters? Yes. Right? Well, wasn't he in the final group like his first four years at Augusta? Yeah, it just feels like he's won more than one Masters. Anyway, okay. But yes, he's on the all-decade team. Three majors. Uh, rookie 11 of the wins. Year, player of the year. Yeah, yeah. He's on the all-decade team. What about All the? Right. La- are you just sweeping the last two years under the rug? No, but like there, there are other, there are better options. For I mean, the- we're not talking about the ten best players entering twenty twenty. We're talking. Well, about I, the I think Jason the da- most- Jason Day might be a better option. Well, yeah, he uh, he's not healthy. He's not playing the presence. What do you mean? Wait, he's a better option than Speed. Well, Jason Day was winning in twenty ten. He was in the top. He's been in the top ten in the FedEx Cup like all these years, and he won a major. But he's still relevant now. I, okay, I think Spieth is relevant. I mean, I made is this he? list Why? for work. I can I can read the list, but what what's the list? The decade. I did a top ten players of the decade. All right. Well, what? let's we'll keep going. Let's finish the decade first, yeah. then we'll get to it. No, well, that'll be a two-hour and thirty-five-minute mark. We'll be on. We might have to have a part two on later this week or something. Okay. Okay. What year are we on? Twenty twelve. We're twenty fifteen. All right. We're we're past the half. (laughs) All right. I'm gonna run down the. uh, Maybe we should just cut it now. Come back later. I'm gonna run down the. I do Wednesdays twenty sixteen. Taking all of Smartin's time here. All right, FedEx Cup first. Spieth. I guess he was a FedEx Cup champion. Do you have that on your... There you go. I might... That's in there. there Stenson, you go. number Cup two. Champion. Jason Day, number three, despite like going nuts in the playoffs. Um, Ricky, fourth. Bubba, fifth. Sixth, ZJ. Seventh, DJ. Eighth, Rose. Ninth, Danny Lee. Tenth, Charlie Hoffman. Wow. Eleventh, Burger. This was Ooh. the Burger era. Yeah. Um, 12th. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to call it that, but okay. Patrick Reed, 13th, Paul Casey, 14th, J.B. Holmes, 15th, Rory McIlroy. I say this is a burger era because him and uh, JT were at the same age. And there was a real question, which would be better. <laughs> there was kind of talk about that. Like they're in the same class. Smiley was in the in the discussion too. Eh, maybe. Uh there was that was actually too the year that uh JB replaced who oh Fira got injured on the President's Cup team and golf Twitter was hankering for Brooks Kepka to get on the team, but JB Holmes was on there instead. Yep. Yep. That was Korea. Yeah. Right? Great yeah. President's Cup. That was a good President's Cup. Came down to like the Sangmoon Bay playing in front of his people. For against uh Bill Haas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Billy got it done. I remember watching that in the middle of the night, Saturday night in the States. So good President's Cup. President's Cup plug here. All right, what else? All right, we're we we gotta call this. We're calling it. I'm I'm okay. my wife's texting me. Sean's wife is texting him. Baby. Bedtime. Get it wrap it up. Get it out of it. Get it done. Finish. Get out of here. So we will cut it. We're gonna make this two parts, potentially three. We Who knows? She doesn't appreciate the creative process. 
If we keep talking about the all decade team, it might be part four, part five. Every every interlude is is he all decade? Every player gets that that, that kind of judgment. So we will make this into at I least. I think you two guys points. are are are. You got to look at Spieth with a little bit closer microscope. You're uh, he you're did ridiculous. Recent he did bias, yeah. he did make most of his hay in like three uh, years. Three years, but also in fairness, he was in high school when the decade started, so it's been pretty impressive. Right. Right. Okay. There's no competition. Like he's absolutely one of the five right. players. The question so. is, are you an average guy or or uh, or a median right. guy? If you look at the average, it's not as impressive. <laughs> All right. But, okay. Let's... He's one of seven players this decade to have double digit PJ Tour victories. Danny Willett's ranked ahead go. of him right now. In what? <laughs> the does... world rankings. <laughs> that does not matter to this discussion. It's completely not germane to anything we're discussing right now. I just can't imagine anybody on an all-decade team that's ranked 50th in the world. All right. Part two is coming Wednesday. (laughs) Everyone enjoy your Mondays. You're you're ridiculous with the speed slander. You're out of control. You're like a pit bull. What's it going to take? You won't let go. (laughs) Hippo takes, speed takes. All right. We will reconvene and keep this decade discussion going on. Uh...